it. Hello and welcome to the Dare to Fail podcast. Boy, you got it. I am your host, Brandon Rail. Hello to all the listeners out there in Dare to Fail land. I wanted to just thank you again so much for listening. And if you like this programming, please, if you could, like us, like me on Facebook, and uh, or give me a good rating on iTunes, or give me an honest rating on, on iTunes. I, I appreciate both so I can get better. And um, again, thank you so much for listening. Today's topic I really wanted to talk to you all about is um, when it's time to walk away from something. It's a tough topic. As an artist, many times I've had to make some pretty tough choices about either it's people that I'm going to work with, bands, even leaving a town, even leaving a city, right? Changing jobs, changing relationships. Change is inevitable. We all know that. We all experience it in some way at some time in our life, and it's never convenient, right? <laughs> it never really happens when, when we want it to happen. And we got to really have a strong, solid framework for how to think about that. Because if you don't, you might end up staying around in something that you, you, you probably shouldn't. You probably should have moved on from, from, from quite some time. Is it time for you to leave, right? That's, that's kind of the, the question when something is, is not going well for you. Or maybe, maybe it is going well and there's just something some sort of intuition that you're having that all is not well in the neighborhood, right? Mr. Rogers would be concerned, we'll put it that way. (laughs) And if you're like me, when you start to feel those intuition things happening, sometimes it's really easy to disregard them and to just kind of chalk it up to your own neuroses, you know? I oftentimes think, you know, I have a lot of, I have high standards with a lot of the things that I do and a lot of the people that I that I associate with. So I always, you know, assume everybody has their own, everybody has bad days, right? I'm not talking about that necessarily because I have bad days too. But when you continuously have an inkling or a voice in your head, something that's telling you that, hey, you really, something is not right here. That sort of intuition that continuously happens, that's not your neuroses, right? That's that's something a lot deeper, a lot more, I don't want to say mystical, but something almost ancient within us that lets us know that something is not right and we really need to make a change. As an artist, especially with bands, with with music, I mean, I've had to make some pretty tough changes when it comes to that a lot of times too, but not only with just that, but it could be with your job, it could be with your uh, relationships with your friends or um, girlfriends, boyfriends, spouses, or just moving, right? Getting out of a, a really unhealthy uh, area if you're if you're not living where you want to live, or you know anything along those lines. I think that it's really important to listen to that intuition that you have. And I, I just wanted to go over a little bit of things that have helped me in my past with this, and hopefully it'll help you as well. Because all I can offer you is the truth from my own experience. Okay, I don't claim to be some huge, you know, gigantic guru expert in this stuff, but I do, I have had to make some really hard decisions in my life. And I can tell you that having these sort of, this sort of framework when going about it has really helped me out. And I hope it can help you out too. It's almost always the case 
that when we don't feel like we can we can make that change, like the change is so hard, or it's it's just something that we've become so accustomed to, or it really could have been something that was good, like really good at one point. We could use an example of a relationship. You get into an, a relationship with somebody, and it's all great. It seems great, and you have a great connection, and everybody you're open, you're honest, and, and it's going really well, right? And you share things with them, and you feel comfortable with them. You, you were vulnerable around them, and when those sort of attachments form, those sort of connections form, I should say, man, does it get extremely difficult for you to, one, recognize that it has changed and has turned into something bad, and two, to actually make the decision to walk away from it. We are just so geared towards not making changes in our life because of us. It's, it's our reptilian brain. It always wants us to stay safe. And ironically, it'll keep us from making decisions that would benefit us far much more than our current situation simply because it's an unknown that's a road we haven't gone down yet. And this road, even though it's all messed up, I know this road. Are you? Sh- we should probably just stay where we're at. I mean, we're alive at least, right? No, that's not, that's not good enough for me. And I know that that can't be good enough for you. So we always forget something, I think. When this, when this sort of thing happens, we, we tend to forget that no one can really make you do anything that you don't want to do. And that's a truth. And... I got a great example of that. I'm watching my sister's dog right now, and I made the mistake of thinking he was a normal dog. <laughs> and I tried to play with him like a normal dog, and I scared the hell out of him. And he's been traumatized by it ever since, okay? They just went on vacation, and I'm here by myself just taking care of the dogs, right? I love dogs. Love them. Well, this little dog will not eat, will not drink, will not go outside. He will not do anything. He is in complete protest if for, because of my very existence. I'm not even kidding you, okay? And if I tried to force him to do any of the, I mean, obviously, I can't force a dog to eat. I'm not going to do that. I can't even, I can't force him to go outside without, like, severely traumatizing the dog. So I just got to leave him alone and... Wait for them to get home. <laughs> Try to keep him safe and just and 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 not not scare him any more than he's already scared. But he's got it down. He's like, hell no, I am not doing that. I am not. I am no, absolutely not. You want me to eat that food? To hell with your food. You want me to go outside? To hell with that. I'm staying right here until until my family gets back home. We forget that we can actually make decisions like that every day if we wanted to. Not easy decisions. And when you make a decision like that, like that definitive, you know that one door is going to be shutting. Something in your life is going to be absolutely be changing because to to lay the law down like that, so to say, if saying like, this is what I'm doing. There's going I guarantee you that there are going to be people who are completely against that. There it's it's going to rub people the wrong way. They're going to think that you're a bad person. They're going to think that you've lost it or or whatever. And that's going to happen. But what also happens when you make a decision like that, 
when you know that like this is what I'm I am doing. I am not tolerating that anymore or I am moving on to something different regardless. Oh my god, does your life get a lot more simpler? <laughs> it's just like embracing your own truth. And when you do that, it really has a, such a substantial effect on your life and all of these things that you were holding on to that you thought oh, it would just be so bad if I made this decision because it would affect this person so negatively or it was do this and and do that. You have to really take tabs on the relationships that you have and ask yourself, like, this decision that I want to make for myself is is really going to be great for me. It's going to really improve my life. Why would a person that supposedly loves you or cares about you not be behind that decision for you? Why would they be trying to sabotage that for you? Or why would they just be not supportive of that? That's a question that you really got to ask yourself as well. Like, why is this person not, not behind me being better or, or growing or, or stepping out into something completely new for myself? Why? Tough question to ask, but you will really start cleaning out the closet and taking out the trash, so to say, when you decide that you're going to be not doing anything that you don't want to do, regardless, okay, you got a job that you, you know, I don't always want to go to work. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the bigger things in life, relationships, like I said, or changing a career at some point, or just moving into the direction of something that you really want to do, okay? Or if you feel like you're stuck somewhere, it's time to make those decisions. And if you don't like your job, then you got to start making the decision to, to get the hell out of there at some point. And I know all about that, trust me. <laughs> you are in charge. You have control over a lot of things in your life that you don't always utilize. We can't control everything, obviously. A lot of uncontrollable variables will happen. And we got to know the difference between what. What can I change and what can't I change? If I truly believe that nobody's going to be nobody's going to make me do something that I I don't want to do and nobody is going to get in the way of me becoming the person that I want to be you're in charge you can take that control you do have control over that not an easy decision to make but absolutely vital to moving in the right direction that you want to go Not somebody else's direction, the direction that you want to go. Take some time to think about it. A lot of times, we might be not thinking completely rash, right? We're human beings, and we make rash decisions all the time, or we get a lot of information all at once, and our nerves, our anxiety, or we just flip out, right? We become impatient, whatever. But if you're going to make a a real big decision, make sure you have all the facts. Make sure that you really sit down and think about the pros and cons of everything that will, will happen from this. And don't be afraid to make that change. Take some time to think about it, though. It's always a good idea. And here's the most important question, I think, because it might sound selfish and I think a lot of personal development stuff can seem selfish to people who are not on that path themselves or who don't really understand. 
and probably aren't really doing that much either and with their life. And that's fine. Listen, I'm not here to judge anybody about what they want to do. If if you don't want to go out and take these risks or, or chance, chances or challenges and personal growth and just really suck the marrow out of life, that's your decision. And I, I respect that. However, I don't think that that's what you really want to do. I think that that is mostly just fear-based stuff. But for the people who are out there making those decisions, what do you really want? What do you really want at the end of the day? Don't ever forget to ask yourself that question because it's far too easy for us to be people-pleasing or to feel that we have alliances or loyalty towards things, towards other people that we might not, we, we probably shouldn't have. I, I once knew this person, I'm not going to mention her name because I don't have permission to, who refused to, to leave her job that she had had for, I don't know, man, like 15 years, out of a sense of loyalty to the company. The company had already laid off people, had already made massive changes, and, and actually had cut uh, the pay of people, even her own pay. The management, who was probably there when she started, completely different. The owners of the business changed. Every single thing changed. So this, this misplaced sense of loyalty came from some notion that was probably really good for her at one point. But it wasn't anymore. And after you've stayed in a place for so long, it might not, 15 years is a really long time, but it doesn't have to be that long for, for, for you to start feeling like that. It's a misplaced sense of loyalty. And she, I don't think she ever left. I think she eventually had some sort of breakdown and just quit doing the job altogether. It was, it, was, it was really strange. It was really sad. She was a really great person. I, I loved her. And I, we would talk about this all the time. I'm like, you know, we just got to find something better. And what, what do you really want? What is it that you really want when you turn off all the noise, all the obligations, all the stuff that you have created in your mind? How many times have you accommodated somebody else's decision that they made for themselves that you knew was best for them for them and you were supportive of that how many times have you done that and then when it comes to you trying to make those decisions for yourself you start feeling all of this guilt this remorse all of these things just flood into you and you say i can't do that because it's too selfish but you're only going to be alive once you only have this life that's right in front of you. Why would you not be as selfish as you can about how you're going to spend your time and your money and your energy and your efforts? I'm not talking about just being a selfish you know, idiot and treating people badly and neglecting responsibilities that you do have like children or you know, family, all that stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that make the decisions that are for you to become the best person that you can become. Because when you do that, then you can really be in the position to help other people as well. 
We always choose the self-imposed misery out of some misplaced sense of obligation, I think. But what happens when you walk away from that is you start to realize that it's not a selfish thing and this is not something that is negative at all. It's beautiful. It is what life is all about, man. It's that adventure. You take the information and the experience and the knowledge that you've gained and then you make a better plan for yourself and you start off on that and you see where that takes you. You have goals, you meet new people, you get new experiences, some things work out and some things don't. You get more information and you keep moving forward. And it's like a self-correcting sort of pattern or sort of path. But if you never start making those changes like this, you're always going to be staying in the same spot. And the ultimate question, I think, after you've asked yourself what it is that you really want, are you growing? Are you growing? Are you getting anything out of this that maybe you once at one point, like I said, were getting? Or are you just there? Are you just existing? Has it all become so mundane or so negative or so just different from what it was when you first started that you may not, you, you in fact, you may not be just not getting anything out of it. It might be moving you in reverse, the energy, the, the negativity, the, the changes, the whatever that at one point was something, was at one point something good has now gone. And you might, if, you're not, if you're not comfortable with making changes like that or if you're scared about making changes like that, which I promise you, I am too, you will be tempted to not make any decision at all. I, told, I said you need to take some time to think. That's fine, especially for big decisions, but set yourself some sort of uh, timeline for it. Give yourself a week and see how you feel at the end of the week. If it hasn't changed or if you get more information or new information, go ahead and, and, and feel confident that you can cut the cord. Look back in your history and, and look at all the other stuff that's going on too. But if you're not growing, what the hell are you doing there? What the hell are you doing there? At least that's the way I look at it. <laughs> when I was making huge changes, and I'm always making changes, or I'm trying to at least get myself to that point, um, because I, in the in the very near future, I want to, I really want to take the biggest bet and the biggest chance on myself, and see what I can do as an actor, and move to a place I don't know. It might be Los Angeles or. Um, a place similar to that where there are opportunities for that. But I fall, I fell in love with reading. And I know that's, it sounds kind of cheesy, but no, you need to fall in love with reading too if you are serious about making any sort of changes in your life. Because there are people out there that have been there, who have done that, have great advice, and can at the least give you some sort of perspective from where you're coming from. Because especially if in your life you don't have a lot of people that are positive or trying to um, help you in terms of finding what is going to be the best course of action for you, that just makes it so much harder. But thank God that we have books. Thank God that we have YouTube and stuff like that. One of the biggest books I think that influenced me in the very beginning simply because it just caught my attention and it was really easy to read. It's called uh, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. 
And it's really kind of her own take on the past 50 years of, of self-help books and things that have been uh, published because some of them aren't that great. Some of them are kind of hard to read or they're kind of old-fashioned. But trust me, there is no shortage of self-help books out on Amazon or people who are telling their story who were in similar or if not probably a lot worse places that you are or maybe not. But I mean, people have made these massive changes. Absolutely. I just read one, I think it's called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. And uh, man, that guy is is the extreme of self-pain, <laughs> of self, uh, uh, I don't want to say torture, but the guy runs ultra marathons. He was a Navy SEAL. He did this incredibly intense training. He did he did it like three times or something like that. He's ran on broken bones and all this crazy stuff, right? This is nothing that I personally want to do, but I read the book because it, it always inspires me to think about what is possible. And I promise you that what you think is possible for yourself right now isn't even a fraction of what is, is genuinely possible for you. All we, all we have is we take the experiences that we've already lived and we make this assumption about our life and then we assume that that, that is what life is. And that is a, that's not true. We're just going off of what we know, which is not that much. It's a good thing to realize how ignorant you are about life because there's always opportunity and always chances for yourself out there. So if you can't see a future for yourself, if you can't see you actually making these changes and anything positive is coming from it, just remember that you are pretty ignorant in terms of what is possible. I'm the same way. I mean, I like to think that I'm on the right path right now, but the truth is maybe if I made a couple adjustments or changes or took a lot more risks and went out and did different things in a week, a month, or a year from now, I could be in a place that I never even dreamed I could be that quickly simply because I just assumed that there was something out there that I was going to find that, that was going to be better for me than I could ever imagine. I started taking those chances. I started believing. It is about faith at the end of the day, of having that faith that you will find something. That if you make this change, this leap into the right direction, the direction that you know is right, you'll feel it in your heart when it's right. You make those changes towards that, you're not going to lose in the end. I promise you. A lot of shit is going to get thrown in your path and it's going to get difficult, but you will not lose. Not in the end. I can, I can all but guarantee that. Okay. I hope you like this podcast. I'm going to keep I'm going to keep them coming. I've got some other great amazing interviews coming up. I can't believe I was able to interview Mike Johnson. If you haven't gotten the chance to listen to that, please do because he just has such great positive inspiring. He's the best teacher I've ever met in my life and he is just killing it out there, man. And that is the life. I mean, that's what you want to do. You want to be a good person who's also just kicking ass in business and life and creativity. It's just ah oh, it's amazing. That's that's my aspiration. That's what I I go for, and I want the same for you. Of course, if that's what you want for yourself. So if you like this podcast, please go over to iTunes and rate it. Write a review if, if you like it, and keep listening. Tell your friends about it, and I thank you so much. Y'all have a nice day. Love you guys. Goodbye. Boy, you've got it.
Hey, what's up, people? Just really quickly wanted to add, if there's anybody out there who would like to be interviewed for this podcast or has any comments or questions or concerns that they would like to address with me, feel free to reach out. My email is f-r-a-e-h-l at gmail.com. That's f-r-a-e-h-l at gmail.com. You can also leave me a comment. Also, if you're in the area of Phoenix, please stay tuned on my website for show dates, concert dates, play dates, actor dates, anything. If you just want to hang out with me, I'd like to hang out with you. Yeah, just check it out. It's all on the site. B-R-A-E-H-L dot com. That's B-R-A-E-H-L dot com. Goodbye for reals.